TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Right, welcome everybody to uh, yet another episode of A Change in Attitude. Meow. Uh, I am your host for the week, uh, Tanner, aka the Texas Gentleman. Yes, welcome everybody. Um, right alongside me here, uh, my two esteemed colleagues and co-hosts. Uh, to uh, to to my 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 left here on this screen is uh, his lordship himself, uh, Mags. Mags, how are you doing? And if you're listening on audio, which you will be doing because the video doesn't go out, yeah. it's in the same ear holes that yeah. you are listening to Tanner. Because we record in, uh, I guess, well, I guess it depends if you're listening to this in mono or stereo, perhaps. <laughs> um, hmm. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> audio file jokes. You guys will get it. Uh <laughs> Um, and of course, right alongside us here today as well, uh, Scottish Danny. Sc- uh, <laughs> Danny, how are you doing today? I'm really well, thank you very much. How are you guys? Oh, yeah, doing not doing too bad. Too. Not doing too bad. I believe you've got some more uh, podcast-related news. Um, starts off being on zero podcast, and now he is a, he has yeah. more podcasts than, than than I have, which is <laughs> ridiculous. I would need another. I would need another six thousand to reach up to your level, uh, Lord. Look at, look at the slander! Look at the slander! <laughs> it's quantity, not quality, that I Amen. aim for. <laughs> oh goodness! Well, t- tell us about these. Uh, this this new uh, project of yours, or or projects, perhaps. Well, I'm going to do uh, two new runs. Um, we're going to do One Man's Meet with uh, the great Chris Bellis. Brilliant. And we're going to do uh, WCW Nitro Nights with Cy Powell. And oh. uh, yeah, I was approached to just join both. And I thought, yeah, I mean, I haven't really seen much of WCW, so that seems really cool. But um, yeah. Very cool, very cool. Bo- bo- I'm looking forward to both, especially this one man's meet uh, <laughs> podcast. <laughs> this, this sounds like an amazing project. Thank you. The, the fun that can be had with just the title alone. Just the, just the name. <laughs> I think I started in a movie called One Man's Meet once. Um, <laughs> Which is available on Pornhub. <laughs> Oh goodness! All right. Well, uh, now that now that we've got that <laughs> outed here, uh, uh, Monday Night Raw, uh, January sixth, nineteen ninety seven. Uh, this comes off the heels of the very first episode of Shotgun Saturday Night, which uh, we 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 vigorously debated over whether or not we should record that one today, but. For another time, ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna we're gonna get around to uh, uh, Shotgun Saturday Night because that first episode is just a barrel of fun. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> and, and luckily in, in this episode of Raw, which was I think was actually taped the week before, we see little mm-hmm. clips of what happened in that Shotgun Saturday Night. So 
Yeah, it, it, it's something that we, Danny and I, spoke about maybe covering, uh, but after kind of uh, seeing the clips, it yeah, it needs to happen. We need to get together and, and watch this show. Definitely. <laughs> Uh, your your current champions here for this Monday Night Raw, uh, Psycho Sid, um, is the world champion. Uh, Hunter Hearst Helmsley, Intercontinental Champion, and your world tag team champions are Owen Hart and Davy Boy Smith, all of whom who have had uh, you know title wins going back into uh, you know um, a little bit late on in the last year, uh, you know. But uh, but yeah, some continuity here, you guys. Um, your hosts here for this episode are Vince McMahon and Jerry the King Lawler, and uh, yeah, the the main event of the night is going to be Bret Hart versus Vader. Mm, interesting, big, big match, big match. Yeah, uh, seems to be right up Bret Hart's alley. You know, he can have a, a good technical match with everybody. Um, Danny, what what are your initial thoughts leading into this show here? I'm quite excited about it, to be honest, because now we're out of 1996 and we're heading for greener pastures, we hope. Um, yes! Yes! <laughs> but no, I mean, just all around excited. I mean... Yeah, I, I, I agree. Uh, Mags, I really hope that the, the echo that we just had in, in my earphones stays for the audio because it was amazing. <laughs> I hope so too. Um <laughs> Unfortunately, it's it's out of my control. I think it's a, uh, an issue that maybe on 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 Danny's end. Um, yes, yeah. and the echo just was amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, it's been a long slog these past thirty-seven-ish weeks. Um, I mean, whoever had the idea of starting at the King of the Ring, uh, nineteen ninety-six, they need to be chemically castrated. <laughs> uh, ridiculous uh, decision, but we're getting into the good stuff now. Like as Danny said, 1997 is where uh, WF really kind of started hitting the ground running. Um, we're not quite there yet, but we, we're seeing scenes of it. The edgier program with uh, uh, Shotgun Saturday Night mm. uh, trying to kind of like compete with Nitro. Um, mm. Interesting that they started this show with uh, almost like a highlights clip package for for what happened on there to show how edgy. Yeah. Um, shotgun Saturday night was some can't um, miss stuff, you know. Yeah. Ahmed Johnson hitting D'Lo Brown with the Pearl River plunge, almost breaking his neck uh, on top of a car. Um, Marlena uh, flashing her boobies at uh, at uh, the the Sultan and uh, a well timed Bob Backlund. <laughs> uh, He's never been the same since. No. Uh, <laughs> So you know, yeah, getting uh, getting some some action here on Shotgun Saturday Night, um, but but this is Monday Night Raw, of course. Uh, so may- maybe we'll we'll tone down the uh, you know the edginess here a little bit. Uh, our opening contest here, actually, a- a- another decent match uh, up mm-hmm. uh, between Owen Hart and uh, Mankind. Yeah, really, really, really good match. Uh, Interesting that they've gone with two heels. I mean, Mankind's still uh, that heel, and, and Owen Hart, obviously, uh, part of that Clarence Mason uh, faction. Uh, but, yeah, this was a, a really good opener to, to a row, kind of like how we had one last week. Uh, really entertaining. Um, uh, two guys who can go in the in the, in the ring uh, really, really well. Uh, we see the Mankind getting the victory with the... the uh, uh, the 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 short form pile driver. I really enjoyed this match. 
It was really uh, refreshing, wasn't it? Just like uh, a good opener. And uh, what surprised me the most was actually that it wasn't a disqualification or count-out finish. <laughs> yeah, it was a clean, a clean three-count. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it was uh, it, it was an interesting blend because obviously you've got mankind who is more of a well, well, you know, he's he's mankind. He's kind of a brawler, you know, <laughs> kind of a you know a little bit all over the place. He, um, you know, kind of like a you know what you would expect to see maybe with a modern day uh, John Moxley, perhaps. Mm. Um, uh, whereas you've got Owen Hart, who, uh, like we noted here, Owen Hart can wrestle pretty much anybody and have a a great match. Um, so a nice blend of styles here between these two, um, and it was interesting to give mankind here the victory, as uh, Owen Hart, again as previously noted, is a tag team champion. Um. Yeah. Very cool. I mean, what what what's mankind stock looking like here, leading into nineteen ninety seven? Mags. Yeah, he's um he's suffered quite a few losses uh in the in the Undertaker feud. Um, so definitely moving on from that, he needs uh he 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 needs the rub from some some big wins. Obviously, we we revisit that feud later on in 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 the year and get arguably one of the best matches in history. Uh. But um, yeah, he he definitely needed the win. Owen is one of those wrestlers who is bulletproof uh, in terms of uh, of, of wrestling. Um, so yeah, this, this was a, a good way to open the, um, the the episode of Raw. We see essentially greatest hits of of, of not just mankind uh, action, but. Uh, Mick Foley action with the uh, with the the the, the claws line, uh, the attempts at the the um, um, the mandible claw, the obviously the 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 pile driver that that wins the the match. Uh, but we see like stuff like the swinging net breakers, which is is very uh, very famous for. Um, so yeah, I, I I thought this was a, an interesting way to to start a raw uh, going into the new year. And and again, two weeks in a row. I think Raw has um, has really nailed it uh, to to open the to open the show. Mm. Uh, Danny, uh, I'll ask you kind of the the, the reverse here. Uh, Owen Hart picking up a loss here in in singles competition. Obviously, him being a, a tag team champion. What, what did you make of this? That quite surprised me, to be honest with you, because I thought uh, I thought Owen was the biggest star of these two. Um, but yeah, it was uh, quite surprising. But um, I did notice that uh, when um, Mankind hit Owen with the tray, you had one fan chanting ECW. So sign of the times there. <laughs> of course. Uh, yeah, this was actually a really good way to start this Raw here. Um, obviously, uh, I mean, I won't spoil the finish because obviously we encourage you guys to go and watch these episodes of Raw with us. Um, but uh, but yeah, uh, it's really solid uh, matchup between these two. Um, we are then taken backstage where we see uh, Shawn Michaels and uh, Jose Lothario. Um, talking about uh, Psycho Sid and how they're going to have uh, a matchup in the uh, the Alamo Dome, my my birth my 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 birth town. My, 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 I was. Were I, you born in the Alio, Alamo Dome? I was born in San Antonio. During the Alamo, I was. I was born in San Antonio. I've, uh, I actually had some some relatives fight uh, in the Alamo. Um, yeah, okay, cool. You know, uh, well, not the, cool, obviously. The Still. Texas Revolution. Yeah, I mean, they're they they were very much dead. Uh, the Alamo <laughs> Dome. <laughs> much like this segment with uh, Sean Buckles and Jose yeah. Lothario. Yeah, I think so. the for me the best part of this segment was was Pete 
Pete Lothario. Pete. I'm assuming Pete. that's his last name. Yeah. Pete Lothario. I think uh, they're they're uh, <laughs> uh, I guess sons of Jose Lothario. And the, the way he says, "Oh, us Texas guys, uh, if if my if he attacks my dad in the Royal Rumble, I might have to get involved." That's not going to work out well for you later <laughs> on in the show, Pete. Maybe you should get your mouth shut. <laughs> Yeah, it was, it was quite interesting that um, that was just laying the um, the foundation for what would happen later as well. You had to mm-hmm. introduce Pete there. <laughs> I mean, if you're called Jose, do you name your son? Do you name him Pete? <laughs> I mean, or Pedro? I mean, you, you can, Pedro. You can you can yeah. name who. Your son or whoever you want. I, um, I feel that this was not his real son. I mean, I, I've learned of a couple things uh, this week about interesting names. Uh, on uh, on uh, Football Manager Twenty Two, there is a a midfielder named uh, God's Power Tower. Um, he plays he plays in Africa, um, so you can you can find him. He's he's an, a, an amazing midfielder. Um, my my scouts don't think so, but I, I find the name to be worth the purchase. Mm-hmm. Um, there was also a, a player who played uh, um, last night actually for the Green Bay Packers. I think his, I think he plays for the Packers, uh, but his his first name is Jack Rabbit. Yeah, so there you go. So not Aaron Rodgers. Well, he Aaron Rodgers. I think he he plays with. Jack Rabbit, Jack Rabbit Jenkins. Uh, he's uh, he plays for um, oh he plays for the Titans. He, I got my games mixed up. So Jack Rabbit Jenkins, awesome. yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll, Go we'll, sports. We'll, we'll 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 take that in the edit. Um, <laughs> staining nice. Um, for- I'm going to mention Jack Rabbit multiple times now in this show. So if it does get edited out, there'll be absolutely no context. Yeah. <laughs> my, my my apologies, uh, Mr. Jenkins. Uh, <laughs> uh, goodness. So uh, we get a, another recap of a shotgun Saturday night uh, where uh, where Crush hit Ahmed Johnson uh, with a chair. Um, but of course, uh, Ahmed Johnson, he, uh, he he doesn't take no guff from anybody. Um, he, he starts taking out uh, the Nation of Domination, which leads to a, a, a brawl through the uh, the auditorium. Um, I, I guess that's, that's really generous to call it an auditorium. Um, <laughs> Through this bingo hall, uh, th- this bar uh, that Shotgun Saturday Night seems to be um, at, and um, it ends with, uh, <laughs> as we noted earlier, um, Ahmed Johnson nearly killing D'Lo Brown um, with a Pearl River plunge on the hood of a car. Um, you you can zoom in on it if you want, but yes, Ahmed Johnson sets up the Pearl River plunge. Pearl River Plunge. There we go. And um, his, his feet slip from underneath him as he's doing this on the hood of the car. It could have ended very terribly uh, for D'Lo Brown. And uh, I, I like the way that they never mentioned that it's D'Lo Brown as well. No, he, he's uh, he's still not fully in debuted. job of status. Yeah, he's still not fully debuted as D'Lo. Um, he's still just a member of the Nation of Domination. Um, yeah. So, and, yeah. And, and then we get more of a <laughs> of the the flying nuns yes um who uh, we will see more of uh, as the headbangers as we get further mm-hmm. into into this timeline but yeah. mother smoker 
yeah. Mo- Mother Smucker and Sister Angelica. Um, <laughs> so so they went from being the flying nuns, and then I think they they uh, they get managed by um, Brother Love, and I think mm-hmm. they they then are then called the Sisters of Love. Yes. Um, yeah. Interesting. Big big and, push here for Mother Smucker and uh, Sister Angelica right off yeah, the top. This is definitely gonna gonna be uh, the making of them. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, whenever I watch wrestling, I always wish there were more blokes dressed in nun outfits. I think mm. we're missing a huge, <laughs> huge area of the market. A, a, huge, a huge market is is the <laughs> the, the nuns wrestling market. Yes, yeah. <laughs> very NXT two point of them. Um, <laughs> and who's who's writing NXT two point Exactly. Mm. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> we then get some bullshit. Doug Furness and Phil Lafron taking on Razor Ramon number two and Diesel number two. Um, yeah, this match here. Um, I, I guess the match itself is okay, but as I am wont to do, um, I'm I'm just not a fan of this Razor. Um and Diesel remade gimmick. Um, it's just, just, it's just, it's just stupid. But, but Danny, could I be wrong? Was there anything that we can salvage from this match? Um, absolutely not. No. Wow. <laughs> um, I, I as far as the match itself, it was decent. But um, Kane looked impressive. Um, oh, sorry, Diesel too. But, How dare you! <laughs> I was very bored watching this. Um, there was a, there was a, they tried, but no, it just didn't hit the mark for me. What did you think, Max? I actually thought that this may be. Uh... Fake Razor and Fake Diesel's best match so far in 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 the matches that we've seen. Uh, mm-hmm. Furnace and Lafont are so far and away the best tag team in this in this roster. It's it's <laughs> it's actually unreal. The fact that this they're not the fact that they're not bigger stars in 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 the in the company is absolutely scandalous. Because these two work really well as a tag team. Mm. Um, they get a really good match out of two. Um, not good wrestlers. I mean, Kane obviously ends up becoming uh, a really good wrestler, but um, the Fate Razor is not good at all. And I think that uh, Furnace and the Fog get a really good match out of the two. Um, real, uh, some some brilliant half-life moves that you don't necessarily see around uh, um, the WF in, in 96, 97. Uh, the Frankenstein that, uh, that leads to the win was was absolutely glorious. But um we saw more kind of um um continuity as a tag team from from both sides, I think. Uh Diesel and Razor being the heels using that that kind of a cutting off the ring and um tactics. It I thought it worked really well and it was a a really I don't want to say brilliant match, but it was certainly a decent match for for some wrestlers who have, have come into the company on a very poor footing. Never the the gimmick was never going to land. I don't know why uh, they ever thought it was, and it seems that Jim Ross has kind of moved away from this now. Um, I know later on in the show, Vince says he's the best play for play commentator again, so it's quite clear that we we realise that the Jim Ross heel turn. Wasn't going to work, but yeah, this 
this was for me the best match that I've seen these two being so far. Still not brilliant, but still a, mm. a decent enough match. Well, let's let's uh, keep our fingers crossed. I I, I don't think that we're going to get a uh, Doug Furness and Phil Lafon <laughs> uh, uh, tag team title shot anytime soon. But uh, you know, here's the hoping, right? And I actually found out um, that they spent a lot of time in ECW uh, before they, mm-hmm. they they came to uh, the mm-hmm. WWF. Uh, it's a shame that they they aren't a more prominent team because they are so they work together really really well. Yeah, they they do come across as very much ahead of their time, and uh, you know, obviously, you know, we have a massive influx of of technical wrestlers. Um, not too long after this, I mean, we're in 1997. You know, it'll only be another three three years or so until we get the radicals coming in. Um, we'll be seeing, um, you know, Chris Jericho arriving. You know, I mean, these are these are wrestlers of that kind of ilk. Um, mm-hmm. You know, hopefully, uh, hopefully, you know, history shines a better light here on uh, on Doug Furness and Phil LaFon. Um, yeah, there you go. Uh, <laughs> we are then taken backstage where we have uh, the honky tonk man. He's uh, he's still looking. He's still looking for for somebody. No, Honky Tonk Man was actually on commentary for this match. Uh, oh well, there you go. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, essentially, essentially, <laughs> I, ca- I didn't notice. <laughs> I mean, who would? Who would? Uh, but essentially, still looking for that one guy who can carry on the the honky tonk legacy, saying that it could be one of the guys in the ring. It's not. It's uh, he <laughs> he he does uh, eventually get a storyline going where um, Billy Gunn and Road Dog Jesse James are kind of vying for his his uh, managerial uh, prowess, should mm. we say? Uh, but yeah. Uh, they're just kind of teasing that. Uh, I don't think they knew exactly who they was going to right this time. So it was just throw a honky tonk on. Uh, let's hear, hear what he has to say uh, and, and just roll with it. He added nothing to the the commentary. Um, he slagged off King for a couple of times. They, they, there was a funny point where he talks about um, the the hairstyle of of um, honky tonk man. Come and King compares it to Razor's hairstyle. Uh, and then Honky Tonk fires back at King saying, you, know, you can't say anything. You wear that crown all the time. Mm. Uh, and Vince is like, ha, 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 yeah, do you ever take that crown off? And King comes up with the line of the show when he says, yeah, yeah, of course I wear it all the time. Do you wear that toupee all the time, Vince? And Vince is like, well, uh, uh, no, I've got multiple toupees. Uh, yeah, let's leave it at that. It's brilliant line. Uh, but yeah, uh, Honky Tonk is essentially fodder uh, for for the commentary team. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's good stuff. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save ten percent on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code Chairshot. Head to AngryLemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code Chairshot to save ten percent. That's AngryLemonade.net. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then... 
Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. From issuance, please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Okay, so let's see here. Uh, we're going, uh, we get, a, a, I guess, a flashback uh, to last week here. Um, we've got Gold Dust and Lawler in the main event. Uh, Triple H uh, jumped uh, uh, and, and basically tried to kidnap uh, Marlena. Um, Mark Merrow stepped in, um, and then, uh, yeah, calamity happens here. Um. <laughs> I mean, good catch by Mark Merrow, to be fair, when, yeah. he, when Triple H essentially hoisted uh, Marlena at him, yeeted Marlena. Mm-hmm. Um, but we get, we get a little bit more... Uh, from from the end in the the end of last week's raw show triple h on 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 top really putting the boot in on goldust but we see goldust uh uh recovering and carrying marlena off the mm-hmm. to the back so it shows that they're still on the same page mm-hmm. so this does set up uh goldust and mark marrow teaming up against uh triple h and lawler uh for next week it seems um should be uh should be something, Danny. Mm-hmm. You know, thoughts on this uh, this upcoming uh, clash of individuals. <laughs> this should, uh, as you said, it should be something. I can't really add to that, but um, yep, I'm expecting uh, probably it's a, a match finish. that will happen. Yes. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Um, this this should be it. It, it should be. Um, entertaining if nothing else i i presume i mean goldust and mark marrow certainly have to be the favorites heading in here <laughs> i mean lawler's you, you, you would think so and 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 it's good that there's not some long-term damage to uh to marlena because we get another um cut back to shotgun saturday night where she uh she puts uh the sultan off his uh impending victory against goldust by uh mm. By lobbing out the phone bags. Yeah. <laughs> she uh she definitely uh she, she well, she flashes um the, the Sultan, uh which actually throws off uh Bob Backland off of his game as well. Um uh, he, he was not expecting this. Um obviously trying to protect the Sultan, he throws his jacket over the Sultan's face uh mm-hmm. to protect him from uh uh the <laughs> the the, the being sexuality corrupted. being yeah. corrupted yeah from being corrupted by the by you know the the western world and all of its you know uh boobies um, <laughs> um so it's, bad. it's 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 just uh yeah it's it's amazing television you know i mean it's <laughs> it's it, it it truly is now obviously we we presume that she was not actually um nude here and then uh, with without her her shirt on um you know that she probably had some kind of 
covering of some sort. <laughs> um, but that certainly did not deter the fans there at Shotgun Saturday yeah, night. And, and it, it certainly nails down that edgy look that hmm. uh, WF were trying to get with uh, Shotgun Saturday night until Terry Funk came along and ruined it for everybody. Mm. But we'll get into that. Uh, yeah, Terry Funk, he, he never ruins anything in my book. Uh, well, he certainly ruined Shotgun Saturday Night with his expletive-laden pr- uh, promo. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, we are then uh, g- given a, a word here from, from Bret Hart. Um, <laughs> uh, apparently, Shawn Michaels will be at ringside, um, which is something. You know, mm-hmm. I got to get a little bit more of that uh, that HBK and uh, and Bret Hart rivalry that we never seem to really get out of. Um, yeah, that's there you go. Uh, Bret says he would like to see Sean stick his nose in his business just so he could beat him, uh, which is uh, yeah. I mean, again, Bret and Sean always you know bring the magic for everybody. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean this mm-hmm. this whole promo was was done to further the the idea that Brett's promos are being interrupted by Shawn Michaels over and over and over again mm-hmm. because uh as you uh as Brett is uh, essentially wrapping up you hear Psycho Sid's music hit uh, and and mm-hmm. Brett just walks off in in a in a huff uh really getting frustrated that he's not the guy in WWF uh it's really mm-hmm. kind of played on his mind yeah I mean, well, he's been gone for so long, and now he's back, and then, you know, I mean, he's kind of have to, he's having to adjust uh, to the realities that uh, that the landscape has changed since he's been mm-hmm. away. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it, it is very interesting uh, the way that they they play up this this storyline here for for Bret Hart in uh, what will turn out to be, um, you know, a, a a real golden year for him. You know, nothing, nothing bad happens to Bret Hart in 1997. It's, it's all looking it's, up it's, from it's, here. It's, it's all, it's all good. It's all good for for Bret Hart and his fans. And um, yeah, it's just, it's just a, a record year for Bret. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's fun. Um, <laughs> we do get Psycho Sid in the ring after the after we get back from commercial break here. Um, and uh, we get the the psycho Sid and with the the sparklers, you know, because that's uh, it's really neat, you know, in 1997. Um, Jim Ross, such a cynic today. <laughs> hey, I'm all for Shotgun Saturday Night. I mean, this, this looks like an amazing show. Um, Jim Ross is there, you know. Uh, he, he's in the ring. He wants to ask. Psycho Sid, the big question, right? Um, is Sid intimidated to meet Shawn Michaels in Shawn Michaels' own hometown of San Antonio, Texas? And uh, and Sid responds quite simply, um, no. <laughs> <laughs> this is, I love this promo. Uh, I think Sid's, Sid gets uh, a lot of grief for not being good on the stick. Mm. Over the past few weeks and, and months, I think he's actually nailed it. Uh, mm-hmm. He says very little, uh, but what he does say, it sounds powerful and masterful. Yeah. Just what you want uh, a WF champion to say. Uh, Danny, what did what did you think of this promo? 
it was right to the point, wasn't it? It was mm-hmm. kind of just like straight there. Um, I love that they kept the music again, as we talked about a couple of weeks ago. Um, they kept these music playing all throughout. Uh, and then I was disappointed when uh, Shawn Michaels' music uh, suddenly came out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think for me, the, the best part of this promo was how he referred to himself as when I was, the day I was born, I became the man. Mm. Uh, and he, even at, uh, after leaving San Antonio, I will be the man. Mm. It's just such a, a good promo, really kind of riffing off uh, Ric Flair calling himself the man. But and then we get Shawn Michaels come out and interrupt it like uh, the massive dick hole that he is. <laughs> uh, Shawn Michaels, who is uh, possibly the greatest wrestler in the world at this time. Uh <laughs> <laughs> just to rile up mags um he he's he interrupts and 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 talks about how um uh he's got jose lothario in his corner and you know that uh that that sid um sid's not gonna you know walk out of you know it's it's your it's your typical challenger uh going into a pay-per-view um <laughs> promo right like he, he, he bad mouths sid and all this good stuff we've won glaring exception he does it almost half naked whilst dancing on the uh on the the uh the the announcer's table Vince McMahon is at the, uh, the back of him essentially creaming his pants absolutely loving it um yeah Sean Michaels he comes out with just a, a a mac the kind of mac that you would see um a sexual predator in a in perhaps a dark park wearing really kind of creepy style Mac. Uh, and then Vince helps him onto the table. And if Vince had a handful of dollars, he would have been stuffing them into Sean Michael's uh, um, panty. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Thankfully, it's, it's banana the, hammock. The screen does cut when Sean Michaels is undoing his, his jeans because. <laughs> That would have been an episode of One Man's Meat all about the show. Um, but, but essentially, this is leading to uh, Sid was was meant to be apologising for something in this promo, and what he's actually apologising for is what he's going to do now. And he races back to uh, 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 backstage, um, and then later in the, uh, in 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 the the next match, we see him um, essentially do what he he said he's going to apologize for Mm. Mm -hmm. very interesting stuff um (laughs) yeah he says he's not gonna be uh, sid says he's not gonna be held responsible for what happens at the royal rumble and uh or the end of this episode or or by Mm -hmm. the end of the episode perhaps um we then get uh bret hart versus uh vader because it's it's vader time and that's uh, and that's what time it is. Uh, <laughs> no Jim Cornette, um, because uh, Undertaker uh, killed him. He killed him, and that's and that's why <laughs> Jim Cornette isn't here. Yeah. So essentially, we get another cut back to Shotgun Saturday Night, where um, oh no, this was superstars. This was superstars. No, but there, there's a uh, is there not? There's, I'm sure there's a little bit uh, before that uh, the Shotgun Saturday Night where uh, the lights go out uh, oh. and then. Um, they come back on an Undertaker's there in the, in uh, at the side of Jim uh, Jim Cornette when he's uh, he's essentially calling him a coward. Uh, he punches Cornette. Then the next uh, the the next day on, on Shotgun uh, on Superstars, 
he he ends up getting the the two. So it takes it really well. Uh, mm. Really, really sells it. Uh, so yeah, that's why there's no Jim Cornette for this episode. Mm. Well, we we do get a very good uh, competitive matchup here between Bret Hart and Vader. I, I would say it's it's on par with perhaps what we got earlier in the night with uh, with Owen and um, and Mankind. Uh, similar kind of approach here, uh, but with uh, Vader being kind of. You know, working as the big man and and Brett, uh, obviously being um, just the excellence of execution, just this this uh, technical uh, genius here. Um, yeah, you've got uh, you know some. You know, it's 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 a classic Brett Hart, you know, uh, ten minute match, right? Yeah. Brett Brett Hart's doing all the greatest hits here, um, also selling you know everything that that Vader gives him. Um, like we said earlier, Vader playing the big man, um, here in the match. Um, and, and we do get a little bit of stone cold also backstage paying attention, uh, very closely to what's going on here. Um, in, in the matchup, um, <laughs> Sean's on commentary, uh, making snide remarks about Brett, uh, you know, saying that all of his matches are the same, uh, some <laughs> interesting stuff here. That is so funny about Shawn Michaels uh, when he's saying, oh, here we go, elbow off the top rope, and then now a, a, a backbreaker, because we've never seen that before, Russian leg sweep, because, yeah, he's the excellence of execution, really getting personal with it. It's hilarious by Shawn Michaels. Mm. Uh, we, we do even get some, some uh, interference by Stone Cold Steve Austin. Um, a, a little bit later in the match here, um, at trying to to screw over Brett. I guess the the whole theme of of 1997 from the top is is let's screw Brett Hart. Um, hmm. Wonder how that's going to end. Um, <laughs> uh, Vader uh, actually uh, 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 closes out this match here in a in a very uh, unique way. Um, well, probably not unique. You, you've seen this. You've seen how this ends. Uh, but but Vader does um pump the does the big splash um uh, on on Brett um as we get uh the closure of this match here. Um, I mean, I guess it's a big deal that that Vader you know comes away with the victory. Um, but uh, I, I don't know, man. I I mean, it, it, I kind of feel for Brett here on this one. I, I feel like Brett should have gotten gotten some momentum here yeah i mean I, I get that uh but i think vader needs the momentum more than than perhaps brett does he's going into a, a program mm. with undertaker which he's not going to come out of on top Let, let's let's be honest uh brett uh is going into the into the rumble which uh um spoiler alert is a very kind of a uh, Brett-centric event. Uh, plus, he's got the storyline with Stone Cold going on. He's got the stuff with uh, with um, um, Sarko Sid and, and with uh, Shawn Michaels. So, Brett's got a lot of irons in the fires. Um, so, it, it makes sense that some of those irons uh, come back and bat him, uh, especially with the with the likes of Stone Cold. And I thought that this the whole setup to to how Stone Cold got involved was was, was fun the 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 uh the crossbody out to, to knock them both out the guys both slugging it out in 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 uh on on the the the, the side of the ring Austin getting involved but at the same time we see like the crossover of storylines with Psycho Sid essentially dragging the cameraman backstage uh to 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 show what he's going to be doing. So I, I like that kind of uh, 
almost realistic um, storyline where you you don't actually know what's going on. It feels kind of a, as if it was um, anything could happen in the WF as uh, to coin a Danny phrase. Uh, but yeah, I think the right winner got the victory because Brett didn't need the win. And Vader, certainly, I feel that he did need it. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, Danny, we're taking then backstage where, where Sid, obviously, as as Mag, uh, Mags put it here, uh, just destroys uh, Pete Lothario. <laughs> that will never not be funny. <laughs> uh, there's a powerbomb under a table that doesn't break. Um, uh, Sean and, and Aldo Montoya are, uh, you know, trying to, to flag anybody down for help. Um, yeah, just it's interesting, interesting way to, to kind of close this uh, show here, Danny. It's a cliffhanger, definitely. I mean, uh, a few weeks ago we had uh, the Gun Brothers cliffhanging Raw, but we've uh, never got a really update from them. So I wonder mm. if we'll get something from this. <laughs> But what tickled me was uh, was Aldo Montoya in a suit, but still wearing the mask. I mean, that's that's commitment to having a jock strap on your face. No, Max. No, it's not. It's not commitment. It's just incredible. <laughs> ah, uh, but yeah, I think the Savio Vegas there helping out. Uh, I think Bart Gunn was there, or somebody who looked similar to Bart Gunn were, was there. Um, mm. But yeah, I think a really interesting way to 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 end the show, and and like Danny said, it's a a cliffhanger makes you want to tune in next week to see if we're going to get any kind of a comeuppance from this. Mm. Well, we'll just have to wait and see, because uh, again, uh, we've got the Royal Rumble quickly approaching here um, with this episode of Monday Night Raw. Uh, any predictions leading up to the Royal Rumble here? I think there may be shenanigans in that Royal Rumble. <laughs> I'm thinking Danny? the same. Yep, I'm thinking the same, but I'm definitely going to have to say, I'm going to have to say Faye Crazer's going to win the whole thing. That's my prediction. You know, that's, oh, that's not a bad shot. That's a bold, that's a bold co- uh, strategy card. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, indeed. Uh, well, I mean, I'm, I'm sure that we'll get to, to watch a little bit of, uh, Royal Rumble 1997, perhaps I'll go over that show because it's important and, uh, and yeah, that's some, some good stuff. Um, guys, I guess now, now that we've, we've seen the, the raw, um, you know, what, what are your, your overall thoughts now? And, and, and would you recommend this show? Uh, to, to someone who's never seen uh, Raw from 1997. First Raw of 1997. Yep, I definitely would. Uh, it was a breeze to get through, to be honest with you. I mean, there were some bad things and some good things, but yeah, it was it was very fast to get through. How about you, Max? Yep, I think for two weeks in a row now, I've I've been thoroughly entertained by, by uh, the episodes of Raw. We've had some where... The 46, 47 minutes felt like an hour, two hours to get through. This one, like Danny says, it's a, a breeze. There's very little in terms of Jerry Lawler, which is always a good thing. Um, but yeah, it, it moves storylines on. Um, it, it did what it needed to do. Uh, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. And we actually had some good wrestling for once as well. So uh, that's very rare on a WF show of, mm. of, from this time period. But yeah, I think uh, WF are going into the right direction. Uh, like we said earlier on uh, um, in the in the recording, we get into the good stuff in WF uh, pretty soon. 
we we kind of we could see the light at the end of this uh of this long nineteen ninety six uh tunnel. Um so uh yeah, we we we're on the we're on the, the home stretch, guys. Mm, indeed. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. Oh, yeah, some some good matches here. Uh, I would say I, I agree with uh, with the both of you. Uh, you know, this would be a, a good uh, raw to recommend if you are uh, one who's never seen this uh, this generation of uh, uh, WWE action from way way back in the day. Um, yeah, and and of course the build to Royal Rumble 1997 rolls on, uh, and and we'll get more of that um, as the weeks pass. Um, but uh, but gentlemen, um, this has been a fun time for sure. Um, I, I hope that you at home or wherever you are listening enjoyed it as well. Um, Danny, where can we find more of you and your content? Thank you very much. Um, I'm at Scottish Juggalo on Twitter. I may not sound Scottish, but trust me, I am. I'm not an imposter. Um, you can also <laughs> excuse <find> me, <laughs> Colin McAlde. Um, I don't think that that's entirely accurate. No. <laughs> No, but you can also listen to me on One One Man's Meat podcast, which me and the great Chris Bellis have started up. Um, we just did our first recording uh, two days ago, so I'm really excited about that. And you can also find me on um, WCW Nitro Nights with the great Cy Powell, which I'm excited to do as well. So that's me. Very cool. Yes, I mean you. You are uh, quickly, you know, wor- working your way up uh, through the, uh, the the podcasting ranks here. Three podcasts, you know. I mean, that's that's a pretty good, uh, you know, uh, a pretty good catch here so far, Danny. Thank you very much. I was taught by the best. And then I also was involved. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good stuff. Good stuff. Well, yeah, definitely make sure to to, to check out uh, the, these uh, these shows here with Danny. Obviously, one man's meat and the Nitro Knights. You know, you're gonna you guys are gonna have to to, to catch those here because it, this this just sounds like amazing stuff here. So make sure to subscribe and and give uh, Danny's content a listen here. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, uh, Mister Mags, uh, you, your lordship, sir. Um, you, you've got a lot of content. Yeah, do I? <laughs> you've got. I've, last I've heard, you've you've got all the content. Uh, um, you, you just. I do... think this may be my debut podcast. I don't think I've <laughs> oh. ever been on a podcast well, before. Well, there, there uh, you go. <laughs> no, that is a massive lie. I have I have more podcasts, or I'm involved in more podcasts than any human should ever be. <laughs> Um, yeah, um, essentially, I am all over Radio Techers uh, in, yeah. in the content that, that gets put out there. Have so much fun. They've got a great team over there at uh, Radio Techers, yourself, or uh, Matt, uh, Ray, uh, churning out content covering wrestling, not football. Side, MMA, uh, MMA sack and not, not can like, eat a whole bag of dicks. You, you, uh, you clearly left out one of your, one of your co-hosts <laughs> for for chain wrestling. There, I'm. I'm I'm leaving out Sar because he gets too much uh, praise nowadays. He's doing too much content. 
and it's too good of a quality, so you, he doesn't you, need the you, praise anymore. You can't, you can't have somebody making more more content than. than, than I mean, I learned from the best Matt Willis, and obviously, oh. Sai is trying to uh, to outdo both of us. Uh, but no, mm. it's Sai's content is absolutely amazing. Yes, um, but in terms of here on the chair show, I do Badlands. Uh, five rounds is also appears on here, and mm. then obviously changing that too. So yeah, I'm, I'm all over the shop. Uh, so come and follow me on Twitter mm. at Podfather Mags, where you will always find links to the content that I am involved in. Yes, I, I particularly enjoyed getting to to listen to uh, to you and Paul again. Uh, getting to, to talk. It was shop. a coup getting Paul back into the fray. Uh, but yeah, it's like he's never been away. Yeah, Paul, Paul is a, is an amazing guy. Um, I I really enjoyed him being on Radio Techers. Uh, you know, not too long ago, uh, when we were covering the Euros. Um, mm-hmm. so so maybe maybe you'll have to you know give Paul a word uh, for me and uh, maybe perhaps him. perhaps yeah. if. If a certain headlock talk made him come back, he could be a potential guest on on that. But who knows? It's, it's who knows t- what the future lies. It's going to take some convincing. You know, there, there's still negotiations. My people are talking to Stevens' people, and uh, you know, we're, we're still we're still in negotiations. Um, but we'll see, you know. I, never I'm say never. totally reading that as as your mum is talking to Stephen's mum, saying, "Come on, <laughs> <laughs> you know you wanna." You know, I mean, we'll we'll see we'll see how much uh, I have to invest in barbecue to to get Stephen to, to come back on board. You know, it's it's gonna it's gonna be a, 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 a an intensive negotiation process. But you never say never. Stephen mm-hmm. could easily make his return to podcasting at some point in 2022. We'll 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 see. We'll, awesome. This is the hope. Now that now that uh he and I are back in the same city. Um but yes, uh we've got a lot of cool things coming uh your way here. Obviously, here on the Change in Attitude, we're diving into 1997, which is going to be a real uh change of pace if you will from uh from 1996. Um, and, uh, yeah, we've got just a lot of cool content coming your way. Uh, make sure if you haven't done so already, subscribe to the chair shot network because that's a, a good time. Uh, you know, you've got a lot of amazing shows here as, as Mags pointed out so properly. And, uh, there, there's a cool shirt that you can buy. So make sure to buy the chair shot network shirt. Cause that's, that's, that, that goes to support all the, the cool content that's coming out your way. Um, so, uh, for, for these two kind gentlemen, uh, I am of course the Texas gentleman, uh, Tanner and, uh, you guys take care out there. Know that we love you and we'll see you next time right here on a change in attitude. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's a place where you should always use your head. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head.